Hello and welcome to another edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast. I am your host, as always, the mouth of Michigan, Rob Bendyka. With me, as always, my co-host, the Merck Zone, Mike Merkel. I'm here. He is here. We're locked in. We're ready to go. Happy Mother's Day, the Mother's Day edition of the I'm Always Right Sports Podcast on day of recording. Mike, got any plans for Mother's Day? What'd you get your mom for Mother's Day this year? Flowers, I, chocolate, cards, I got her new Air, car? AirPods. Did you really get her AirPods? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Best Son of the Year yeah, Award she's, she's been running around to with... Mike Merkel. Yeah. <laughs> She's been running around with wired uh, headphones for yeah. the last like three weeks. Yeah, you and got I her back like, in the twenty first century. Yeah, I was like, I was like, she'd be wa- she'd be on a walk and she's yeah. got like headphones hanging up, and I was like, Mom, you know the cool kids now are wearing AirPods. Yeah, and she said, "What's an AirPod?" Gotcha. <laughs> Had to help her pair it together and yeah, all that I good did. stuff. Yeah. yeah, you did. Best son of the year award mm-hmm. going to Mike Merkel. You're the best. You're I just know. the best. It is what it is. You know. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to go over this week, Mike. We've got the NFL schedule release. We're going to hit on, obviously, we're going to hit the Lions schedule. We're going to hit the big primetime games that Mike is going to be looking forward to. Mike's got a Lions-Vegas question for me. We're talking NBA playoff uh, Western and Eastern Conference final series. Obviously, because uh, at the time of recording, we don't know if it's Philly or Boston, so we're going to preview kind of both matchups against the Heat. And then I have an NBA question for Mike Merkel that he doesn't know about. So basically this whole show, going blind, not telling each other anything. Completely Perfect. adverse to everything else we do. And then we're obviously doing a pro wrestling check-in. We're going to talk about our time at AEW Dynamite, which you could have seen our beautiful faces on the hard cam if you're paying attention, you know, Maybe. as everybody should have. Yeah. But it's fine. Um, and then obviously we're going to do a check-in on the world title tournament on the WWE site. So lots of stuff to go over today, Mike. Um, let's just start with the hot and heavy stuff, right? NFL schedule we talked about it last week um you know we finally get some concrete answers right mm-hmm. obviously lions i think the biggest story right when it comes to your detroit lions is opening night of the entire nfl season you're going to face the defending champions the kansas city chiefs um a lot of people have been talking about this a lot of people have been talking about what does it mean you know, are they just the sacrificial lamb? Are they going? But I, I think Dan Campbell, I think when he was asked about it, I think he said it best. The NFL is banking on the Lions not going in there and getting their ass kicked, mm-hmm. right? Give me your thoughts. We, we actually, you saw this while we were at AEW Dynamite on Wednesday. You were like, I think it's Chiefs Lions week one to open the year. And I was like, well, that's a kick in the giblets. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me about what, you know. I mean, what what is what does this say about this Lions team and the expectations that the NFL has? We're going to get to the rest of the schedule in a second, but this game in particular, the fact that you're being tasked to open the year, you're not the Dallas Cowboys. You're not a team with Tom Brady on it. You're not the defending Super Bowl champions. You don't have Aaron Rodgers. Hell, you don't even have Matt Stafford anymore. <laughs> you know what I mean? What does this say about the NFL's view of this version of the Detroit Lions? Yeah, I, I mean, I think, it's, uh, I think it shows that the NFL – slightly believes in the Lions. It's a, it's a bit of a vote of confidence, it right? Is. I think uh, you look, and I don't think the Buffalo Bills are necessarily a high-market, right. like, value franchise by any means. Right. And two years ago, or last year, last I year, guess, yeah. last year, they, they opened tasked the season. them to they, go they play the defending it. champs, yeah. Yep. So, um, and that was obviously right after Buffalo Bills, like, incredible playoff game against the Chiefs. And, and you have Josh Allen, And you have right? Josh Allen and all that stuff, so... You know, yeah, it was a big enough game, and everyone was excited for that. Yeah, um, even though that game was a disaster. Yeah, I have, I have like two siding opinions on this. Yeah. either one, the NFL really believes in lines and think this can be a really competitive and fun game. Yeah, or two, they're like, 
We gotta put someone against the Chiefs. Yeah, I might I'm, as well put the Lions and there. This is maybe me drinking the Kool Aid. I don't think the NFL wants an absolute like beatdown on yeah. week one. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I, could it be and we show our ass? Thousand percent. Yeah. It seems like the most Lions thing ever, right? Mm-hmm. To do that, where we go in and have a good first quarter and then get absolutely steamrolled. Um, but I don't think the NFL is like, oh yeah, we want the Chiefs to go up and just win forty nine to ten, like yeah. ten. My my worry though, and it's not even that. It's just I think almost unless you put the Bengals or Eagles there, yeah, I think just about every single team is going to show their ass against the Chiefs week one. Yeah, it's just kind of, it's yeah, just what the so Chiefs good do. Week one, week one yeah. Mahomes is five and zero, oh, eighteen touchdowns, no picks, and a perfect passer rating. Yeah, in his first five years, it's like so. You're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, so it's, it's one of those. It's just like you, you don't have just like well, statistically, so, it's just not very like. Okay, it's well, to, to 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 further that point, right? If you are watching this game, right? Let's just let's just assume. Okay, they're going to lose this game. Mm-hmm. Okay, what do you need to see then? out of this Lions team to then make you not freak out. Because what's going to happen is twofold. Mm -hmm. If they win, everyone thinks they're going to the Super Bowl. That's Mm -hmm. number one, right? Can we both agree on that? If they beat the Chiefs week one, especially because it's a Thursday, so we're going to have like 10 whole days for everyone to be like, did you see what we did to the Chiefs? Blah, 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 blah. Everyone's going to think, NFC favorites, I can see it on Good Morning Football already, right? If they don't win, right? I definitely think it matters how they don't win. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So if they get their ass kicked, we're going to go, are we, are we too quick to to crown the Lions, you know, the favorites to win the NFC North and all that jazz, and we're going to lose all our games because we're terrible because Jared Goff threw two picks. But if they lose close, mm-hmm. if they keep it within a score, right, let's say, you know, let's say they cover, mm-hmm. right, what's the spread, six and a half right now? Um, say they cover. Does that at least go, okay, look, Went toe to toe with them. Had maybe had a chance to win in the fourth. Right, went in the fourth quarter, close game. Had had a chance. Mm-hmm. Does that okay? You're still kind of on track. It's just the Chiefs being the Chiefs week one. Does that matter to you at all? Uh, I, like, I mean, what, all, what are your optics for this game? What needs to happen for you to not lose complete faith in the all, team? All three of those scenarios are exactly yeah. how I think it's going to play out. Yeah, yeah, either they win, everyone overhypes them way too high. Oh right, yeah, just they to lose, lose close. Just Seattle week I two. think I think the best case scenario, on, like honestly, yeah. is losing close. Yeah, because I think if you lose by a blowout, then everyone's going to overreact in the yes. one way of all yes. oh, this team sucks, yep. even though you just lost to the defending Super Bowl champions. Yeah, the team that's going to beat everybody. Yeah, who's literally <laughs> the best week one team almost ever. Right. That there's that team. Right. If you win, then it's if you don't make it to the Super Bowl, the season absolute failure and burn. Or the whole thing let, me, to the ground. let me let me add to this. Or you go home on your season on your home opener and lose to Seattle. Yeah. And then you go, well, what the hell? Yeah. Or what the hell? Yeah. yeah exactly. That could happen yeah, too. Yeah. I think like the best case scenario is you lose close. Yeah. And it's just like, and then you go home and beat Seattle. And then you go home and beat Seattle. And then you go, okay, you played the Chiefs close. It's expected. Right. And, then and then you, you beat t- Seattle. took your home opener. Good Seattle team, right? That's an NFC contender, right? At home, you got the job done. Yeah, I think I think that's the path for the Lions fans to be the most level headed. Yes, if you want, if you, I would if agree with how, you. And yes. that's how I would prefer the Lions fans to be because I don't want yeah. these over extreme. Dude, they win. Do they win week side. one, bro? It's gonna be. Insane. It's going to be insane. And honestly, and here's too, the thing. It, it's also one of those way, things of you have to see how they win, too. Yeah. If it's like the Chiefs just making stupid mistakes and fumbling a lot. Yeah. And then the Lions fans are going to be like, Super Bowl or bust, baby. Right. It's like, yeah, okay. you see our defense? Five turnovers. And, and like, yeah, go, the Chiefs oh. just fumble by themselves four times. <laughs> I, like, what do you want them to right. do? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. it's also how they win, too. Yeah. Um, if golf's those three picks and they still win, I'm not going to come out here and be like, Super Bowl champs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> 
golf's <laughs> terrible. I, like, what do you want me to say? I don't right. know. So it's yeah. gonna be. I, listen, I'm not expecting them to go into Arrowhead and win. I am expecting them to go over there and not get their ass kicked. Like that's like, and when I say not to get, like, I don't want to go out there and get blown out. Right? I think that mm-hmm. would do way more harm than good. And I don't think they will. I, I, I definitely I, think they will. I don't think they're going to. I don't think they're going to lose by multiple scores. But ju- just in my mind, I just don't. I, do. I think that they're they're a kind of team where even if it starts out rough. And every NFL game, right? You get a 17-point lead. Mm-hmm. At some point or another, it becomes a 7-point lead, right? Like, it's just yeah. going to happen. Okay, oh, yeah. Okay. You know if I mean? you If you buy the optics of the final scores and not a double-digit, like maybe. Where, where it's like, it's. I feel like it's going to be a game where, like, okay, but you're going to start out hot. Yeah, my, my look at it is, like, the Niners that week one two years ago, yeah, yeah. where the final score was, like, an 8-point game, but at one point it was, like, 27-7, and you're like... If they have the ball with a chance to win the game... At the end of it, I don't care how we get there. If yeah. they have a, if they have the ball at the end of the game with a chance yeah. to win, yeah, I, that's all I, you can I ask for. I don't think for. they will. Yeah, and maybe not, right? But like that's what I'm saying. If that's where we get to, mm-hmm. I don't care how we get there. If they have the ball in the fourth quarter with three minutes left and it's on Goff to go make a drive and mm-hmm. he doesn't do it, fine. Right. And then we're going to have the overreaction of the century because Goff can't play. But if they do it, then great. It is what it is, right? Like, it, it, you know, that's kind of where my barometer is. Um Following that, though, right, the Lions got, I mean, talk about a complete 180, right, from the NFL going from, okay, you get no primetime games, and we kind of didn't want to give you Thanksgiving, but, <laughs> but we did. Everything's at 1 o'clock. You got primetime games all over the place, right? We've got what? We've got one on Thursday night against at Green Bay. We've got one uh, Monday night against the, the Raiders. We've got another one against, uh, who was the other one? Cowboys. Am I Cowboys. Saturday night football, right? And then obviously you still have the, the Thanksgiving Day game against the Green Bay yeah. Packers. So you're playing the, Green Bay the, both times on Thursday this yeah, year. The, yeah, that's true. That's interesting. The, the, the big note there is yeah. the Monday night against the Raiders is the only home well, yes. Thanksgiving's home, obviously. Yeah, Thanksgiving's but, home, too. Yeah. But the one home one that you're not guaranteed every single yes. year. Yes, yeah, you're you at Green Bay for that Thursday night and game. you're at Dallas yep. in the second to yep. last week at of the Dallas. season. Yep. You're at Kansas City to open the season. You do have one home Monday mm-hmm. night game against the Raiders. Yeah, and that place can be popping for that one. Yes, um, thoughts on the Lions getting this many primetime games, though? Once again, it feels like another kind of sign that the NFL is digging what the Lions are selling. Yeah, so... That one, so I'm very. Sweat. I think it's a little high. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little. I. I see. Here's the thing. I don't like primetime games. Yeah, I, I uh, generally. Them. Yeah, they suck. I, like I don't go out of my way to watch primetime games. Well, that's that's a bold faced lie, actually. Because <laughs> I watch I love, every single I, game. I, I can. love how you just went and immediately went. I just completely lied to everything and yeah, everyone every single all person, time. Yeah, at the same exact time. <laughs> I do watch all of the primetime games. Yeah. I just don't enjoy watching like. Yeah. Monday night football, especially yeah. Thursday night football. Oh, God, sucks. Thursday night football is rough. I watch it because I kind of have to, to mm-hmm. have, like, an accurate opinion of, of teams, but I just don't yeah. like it at all. You can say um, it. You do it for the people. I do I do, do it for the people, yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. I, I, I was trying to explain to one of my friends the other day that doesn't watch sports mm-hmm. that I was like, I watch a lot of sports, so when people ask me my opinion, right. I can have a valid opinion yeah, an on it. an informed opinion. An informed opinion, because I want to just spew out what everyone else spews out. Yeah. I want to be like, no, this is my my right. opinion, because you actually care. That's why you're asking. Right. Um, so I do try to watch all of the games. I yeah. just don't like watching Thursday and Mondays. I prefer just the Sunday at 1, yeah. because I'm home watching all the other games on right. Red Zone and everything. Yep. So it's like I can just like dedicate yep. time. Like, it's not like going out of my way to I just like it because it. it's a perfect time. 1 o'clock's perfect, because yeah. you get, you know, we do our show on Sundays, and then, you know, you go home. 
I get lunch, and then the game's on. Yeah, right? it's just like I, all yeah. rolls in. Even 4 o'clock. Space. They have a 4 o'clock game against the Chargers at week 10 after their bye. Yes. That's the worst one of this whole group, four in my opinion. 4 o'clock sucks. I almost never watch 4 o'clock. Neither games. do I. I never do. It, 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 I'm always like out to eat or something. I would like I'll, listen, I'll put it this way. If the Lions win, I'm more likely to watch a 4 o'clock game because I'm in a good mood because the Lions mm-hmm. won. If the Lions don't win... There's no way in hell I'm watching it for a See, for game. me, it's just I'm usually just like out to eat or something. Yeah, me too. Those, right, so yeah. it's like I miss like half yeah. of the I have no incentive at that point because I'm already footballed out at that point. I go, Lions yeah. lost, so I'm pissed. Uh, but yeah, back yeah. to the original point. I don't like primetime games. I'd rather just have all one o'clock games for me. Yeah. Um, and also, I don't think how many primetime games really matter yeah. because they gave the Packers five. Yeah. Well, to the Packers. Yeah, and I was, it's one of those things where I'm like, I don't think some of these teams that get a lot of primetime games deserve yeah. a lot of primetime games. <laughs> I think it just kind of aligns yeah. with right. how they like they, they put against – they make the schedule of all 17 teams you play in a row, yeah. and they go, okay, now which one of these should be primetime or not? <laughs> and it just kind of figures out on the schedule. Like, nothing's happening in Vorfield. Right. Monday, whatever week they play the Raiders. Right. Devontae Adams versus the Lions, I guess. I don't even think that should be a primetime game. That's not like it. There's nothing. There's no storyline or enticing yeah. thing about that game necessarily. They're just putting it on Monday night to be on Monday night. Right. So other kind of takeaway I got from this, um, just like initially looking at it, right, is the amount of division games in the second half of this schedule is insane. There's five out of their six division and games. The two against the Bears and the Vikings yeah. are nearly back-to-back, which I thought was interesting, too. Yeah. so Because the Bears is week 11, 13, and the yes. Vikings No, weeks... no, no, week 11 and 14. 11 it's and it's 14. Chicago, Green Bay, back-to-back, and then New Orleans, at New Orleans, at Chicago. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we do have back-to-back division games, and then three out of four games are division games yeah. in that and then, But then, then the Vikings are 16 and 18. Yes. So it's, like, yes. it's just like a lot of division games are very close together. Yes. It was interesting because the Packers and Bears play week one and week 18. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was like, that was very interesting. Yeah. Like, you open the season to end the right. season. Yeah, you're going to be two very different football teams yeah, two, at, the, at, the, at different <laughs> starting times. Starting the end there. Like, um, don't be shocked the Bears win week one. Absolutely like straight not. up, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just saying. Like, I, I'm not going to be shocked. Listen, the Bears if, are two and zero to start last year before they. Oh my god, the amount of tweets that, that yeah, did you see that one guy? He's a, he, I think he was a Bears writer when they were two and zero, and he's like, to think all these writers had the Bears only winning two games all year, and they're two and zero, and then they proceeded to lose out. Yeah, they lost. <laughs> and then everybody went, game. I got receipts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, right. So in my mind, right, the way I'm looking at this is like, I, I, I think it's a double edged sword mm-hmm. because there's a. You know, if you're following the trend of the Dan Campbell era, they play much better football second half of the year than the first half. Now, it's kind of generically through the NFL in general, but you can say there's a marked improvement from first half of the year to second half of the year for these for these lines last two years, right? Don't have a win last in the yeah. first year, right? They win three out of the last six or whatever. Yeah. Last year, starting one and six, finishing eight and two. And, and that's usually like a... Uh... A pattern for most coaches, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Belichick historically was always bad in September, right? And then it was like always perfect in December, right. Going into the yeah, playoffs yeah. or whenever. Andy Reid's like almost the complete opposite, yeah. where his September record is absolutely insane, yeah. But his like November record wasn't very. Yeah, good. it was it's like, like, what's wrong with the, we? Had, like, we talked about it last year. What's every, wrong with the Chiefs? Every single year you go in yeah. to go, what's wrong with the Chiefs in like October, November? Yeah, and then they can make the playoffs and then they just kind of cruise. Through They're everybody. the only team that's not allowed to win like two lose like two games in a row. They're what out freaking. Out, right, yeah, exactly. they're like, oh my gosh, Mahomes is falling off. Blah blah yeah. blah blah. Yeah. So, um, but I do think though, right, that 
looking at this, you go, that's really going to make or break your season, right? I mean, you got the bye at week nine, so they gave him a, a stellar deal there, right? Smack dab in the middle. Couldn't ask for anything more when it comes to that. Um, and you got that long week to go into L.A. to play the Chargers. Good football team, as we know, right? Assuming everybody's healthy, right? But then home against Chicago, home against Green Bay. Those are must-win games. Those are must-win games, right? Playing... You know, Chicago at home, and then you got the Thursday game. You got the Thanksgiving game. Those are must-win, right? And mm-hmm. then you go into at New Orleans on a long week, and then you've got at Chicago, home against Denver, um, at Minnesota, at Dallas, home against Minnesota. That three-game stretch is really going to define your season in a lot of ways, right? Like, mm-hmm. if they come out of that 2-1, and one, I think you're in great shape. If they go out of that 0-3, yeah. you're probably not making the playoffs. And I, and I think that late-game schedule there yeah. is... is um gonna kind of either influx your schedule or influx yeah. your record or deflate your record yeah because if the vikings are like bad at that point right yeah you're like, like okay right, two wins there's two wins yeah right yeah. i think looking at it right now and dallas might even like have yeah. the division clinch right or they may just they be like may, you know what they we may have like a it. five seed guaranteed at that point so yeah. they might not so be yeah, playing yeah people. eagles have just yeah eagles are 15 and two, two yeah. yeah eagles are 15 <laughs> to one dallas is yeah. 13 to four right, they're right. definitely the five seed so they might not be playing people right so like your record up to that point you know, might Crucial. be nine wins. Right. And it's like, okay, do you go 10 wins because the yep. Vikings and Dallas are going to be playing really hard to win? Yep. Or is it going to be 12 wins because the Vikings suck and Dallas already clinched and they're yep. not playing anybody? There is a stretch here, right? The After the Chargers, right, which is going to be a tough game, but Chicago, Green Bay, New Orleans, Chicago, Denver, those are games where I feel like that's the kind of time where you need to make a run. Like yep. this is where you need to assert your dominance and go, okay, we've got one, two, Three of those games at home, at New Orleans, at Chicago, those are both winnable football games. Mm-hmm. Even even at Chicago, I know stupid shit happens at Chicago, but it's their only cold-weather game of the year. Like, that's that's the stretch where you go, even if you're 500 going mm-hmm. into that, right? Let's just say they lose the Chargers out of the bye, which will be infuriating, but not out of the realm of possibility. They could definitely have. You know what I mean? Um, I only say that because it's coming out of the bye, right? That makes me more frustrated when they come. When, when a loss comes out of the bye, that drives me up a wall. But anyway, let's just say they lose to the Chargers, right? Those next five games, they need to they need to really break a tear off, right? And, and kind of really cement themselves as a as a solid NFC contender, right? Uh-huh. So looking forward to that. Anything else on the lines before we get to kind of the NFL as a whole? I don't want to go game by game right now. We're going to do that when we do our entire schedule. We may, That might be a quick hitter um, at it some definitely point. Definitely should be a quick hitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, where we're going to go through every single team schedule, every single game, and we're going to predict, and we're going to do it where not like every other prediction you see online, where everybody's nine and nine and eight, and mm-hmm. or ten and seven, and then you go, this math doesn't work because there's no way everyone can also be at five hundred except for the Chiefs and Eagles. Bleach Report, I'm talking to you. Um, so we're going to do. Mike's got an app that he uses that we literally go through every single game. On the entire NFL uh, season, right, was like 250-some games, right? Uh, 272. 272. Yep, 272 games. You don't know what people's records are. You're just going straight blind, right, because you can't keep track, and then you kind of get an a- you know an accurate depiction of where you think uh, not only your team, but where everybody kind of stacks up in the NFL. It's a lot of fun. We'll probably do that as a quick hitter in the next week or two um, as we kind of get closer to the season, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do like a – like a pre-training camp one the yeah. next couple weeks. Yeah, that'd and then be we'll great. do one like a week before the season yeah, to see if it for changes. sure. Yeah, depending on injuries and all that good yeah. stuff. Um, let's talk big picture, though, for a second, right, mm-hmm. Mike? Um, you are the schedule guy, right? You are Mr. Schedule. I got to put a – I got to get you a graphic or like a, a, yeah. a tone or something like that for that. But you are Mr. 
schedule. So mm-hmm. talk to me and talk to the people out there. What are the games that you're looking at right now where you're going, if you, if you if it's not your team, right? So we're assuming that the people listening to this, most of you are probably Lions fans. If you're not, you have your own particular team. Maybe you're a Pittsburgh Steelers fan because you're terrible. Maybe you like Green Bay because you like to hurt me. I don't know what it is, but... Talk to me, Mike, about these other games that you're like, yep, got a circle right away, right? Yeah. I know you sent me a few through text where I go, ooh, that's a good one to, yeah. to kind of single out. But give me some other games that people are like, if, if you you need to watch these games. If, you, if yeah. you're an NFL fan, you're going to want to watch these. Yeah, so week one, we start off, I, I think, extremely hot. Yeah. Uh, Monday Night Football, yep. Bills-Jets. Yes. Huge. Absolutely Huge. insane first game. Hey, Rodgers, welcome to the AFC. Yeah, pocket yeah. sand. Right pop, to the pop the toughest team you could probably get in the AFC <laughs> yeah. outside of. Are you? Are they real? And that's another game, too, right? I I love what the NFL does is they build it, they like they build into their schedule the ability for then the talking heads the next day the Stephen A. Smith the Skip Bayless of the world to go oh Rodgers sucks or mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be MVP if they beat Buffalo like yeah. that's those are, you're getting nothing in the middle right yeah. that's not what happens because that's what happens on this show because we put thought into what we say but on you know every other place right no nope, Jets Super Bowl immediately yeah. <laughs> uh, so running over to yeah. week four okay. Um, we will see. You're going to see a, a trend of Chiefs games because I think there's a lot of fun Chiefs games on the schedule. Yeah, well, they're the defending champs. Ch- defending champs. Chiefs, Everyone's throwing their big fight. Sunday Night Football, Week Four. Chiefs heading to the Jets. The Ooh, first yeah. time you ever oh, get yeah. Aaron Rodgers or yes, Patrick Mahomes. And this, I think, that's the game where if the Jets pull it out, people are going to go. So the Jets are going to the AFC title game no matter what. And if they get their ass kicked, everybody goes, and this is why Rodgers should have stayed in the NFC. <laughs> Once again, no in between. The hot takes are going to be so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's going to be insane for Rodgers so, all year. Next up here, we're going to skip a, quite a few weeks here. We're going to okay. head over to what week is this? So it's the weekend before Thanksgiving. Okay. So Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Three days before Thanksgiving. Yep. Super Bowl matchup. Oh, yeah. Eagles at Chiefs. Yeah, that's going to be great. Um, That's going to be one where people are going to be. I think Eagles probably actually going to win that game mm-hmm. Um, and kind of come out with a bit of a fury, depending, obviously, injury and all that good stuff. But, yeah. I actually really love. I actually am digging the actual Thanksgiving slate this year. Yes, uh, that we, late we, game. We can hit that in a minute, too. Yeah. But I think, I think that Thanksgiving slate's actually going to be like a lot Like, low-key, kind of nice. Um, a few weeks before that, I forgot to mention this yeah, yeah. one, uh, a rematch of the AFC semifinal game, mm-hmm. Bills going over to the Bengals. Ooh, this yeah. game didn't finish last year because right. of the DeMar Hamlin injury. Yep. Um, Bengals won this game in Buffalo in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Burrow versus Allen, yep. always a great time. I feel like Cincinnati should have gotten more primetime games. I think Cincinnati should have gotten more. Cincinnati is weird because it's like they didn't give him any love for primetime, even though you have Joe Burrow there, and it's just like yeah, it's like Joe Burrow not a draw enough, and it's kind of. I don't even know if it's that or if it's just because the AFC is so top heavy, mm-hmm. right? Where you just got so many, because it's like it's Joe Burrow, and then like what else, right? Like I know you have Jamar Chase. Like I I know people every Cincinnati fan is like, what do you mean we got this guy? But like looking at it from a sex appeal, right? Like. Yeah. Okay, you've got Mahomes, Kelsey. That's immediate, right? Okay, we got Justin Herbert, and we've got you know like the whole LA market, right? Mm-hmm. You've got the, you've got Aaron Rodgers in New York. That alone is taking away primetime games from Cincinnati. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, Thanksgiving slate, which I think is um, one of the more fun Thanksgiving yes. slates in a while here. So we open with obviously the Lions home game. They yep, will be play playing the Packers. the Packers. Yep. 
Uh, kind of boring because it's always a division game, it feels like now. Like, you mm-hmm. know, obviously last year with Buffalo is a good game, but hopefully Lions come in and beat that ass. Yep. Cowboys, the one, the middle one, I don't think is as fun. Cowboys playing the Commanders. Uh, Commanders always play the Cowboys tough. Especially uh, on Thanksgiving. Especially How many Thanksgiving. times have we seen this game? At least 55 times. Yeah. But the least. late game is the one that the I went. Late game, oh, all right. 49ers at Seahawks. Yes. And I think, and Thank the crazy, you. so the Seahawks play a very tough four game schedule here. Yeah. Um, Starting with this game, so they yeah. play them on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Then they run the the next Thursday. They play the Cowboys. Oh, in they have back to back Thursdays. Back to back Thursdays. That's awful. And then they play at 49ers home against the Eagles <laughs> in a four game stretch. Well, and Gino starting Smith. on Thanksgiving, this one is where it starts. Yikes! Yeah, Geno Smith better buckle it up. Yeah, that, that four game stretch is gonna make or break you. Yeah, because before sure. that, it's not too tough, and after yeah. that, it's not too tough. Except for that week two matchup, put yikes. the put an L right there. <laughs> put the L right in there. <laughs> Mike's um, conflicted. He wants to say yes, but he also wants to say no. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, my personal, yep, just absolute joy ride of a game here. Mm-hmm. Monday Night Football, December fourth, day before my birthday. Ooh, Bengals at Jaguars. Joe Burrow versus Trevor Lawrence. Two years ago, people would have been like. I want to hurt myself. Yeah. And now you're Going like, two of the best year, young quarterbacks. Best quarterbacks I am football. so fascinated with what the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to look like. They're either going to be that team where you go, yep, they're a three seed, or nope, five and you know, five and 12. Yep. You know what I mean? It's just one of those weird times where you're like, you don't think they're going to regress, but it's also like, I got to see it. They're very much the Lions, I think, in a lot of ways. Yep. The most shocking snub of a non- um, primetime game, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, four twenty-five on week fourteen. Bills at Chiefs. I think here, here I have a theory on that. Actually, it's because the Buffalo Bills suck donkey dick in the playoffs, so they're tired of seeing them blow it. So they're like, you know, know what? They know it's going to be a good game. They, they beat them every yeah. time in the regular. Yeah, season. exactly. Just they're like, like Listen, they're going to be like, look, bro. Yeah, you guys are good. You're fun, but you're becoming that regular season team. Mm-hmm. That can't get it done in the playoffs, and you're becoming that now rather than getting it done. They even made it like, come on, dude, like AFC title game for realsies. Come on, bro. You could do it. All right. Uh, so this year, yeah. they are running a long Christmas Day slate. Trying to which fight the NBA. I think is a terrible idea, <laughs> but they can try. The NFL, man. The, see, here's the thing is their ratings will be higher because it's the NFL. Of course. But I'll be watching the NFL over the NBA. Uh, yeah, I will yeah. be watching the NBA over this. Yeah. Let's be, listen, unless LeBron's so, not playing, then you ain't watching shit. Well, you're Don't put, even. They put LeBron and Luca on Don't at even. Time zones, Don't so even. Yeah. All right. Game, Both uh, got load management that day. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. <laughs> uh, the slate here, we got uh, Raiders at Chiefs for the 1 o'clock game. Yeah. We got 4.30 game Giants at Eagles. Yeah. And then the here we go. The, the Monday night game here, yeah. Ravens at 49. Yeah, that's a fun one. That one I'm looking forward to. Those other two games are donkey doo-doo. But that Those two will be probably fun. be blowouts. Yes, that one will be a good one. That last one I think will be good. Yeah, I think the early NBA slate might have a chance, and then it's going to fall off a cliff. Yeah, like if you've got, you know, you got Lakers, Nuggets rematch or something like that, or, you know, Lakers, Celtics, something, you know, something iconic. Yeah. You know, Pistons, Lakers, you know, yeah. that'll be a good one. All right, so the, uh, one of our last ones here. So week 17, they're going to be playing on New Year's Eve because yep. New Year's Eve is on a Sunday. That means the final four for college football will be the first New Year's Day, which means all those games get shifted back to either the 30th or the January 2nd. Who knows? Yeah, no one watches those games anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> but Wow. So, <laughs> let's be real. <laughs> Uh, Saturday, December 30th, as yep. we all know, the Lions will be at Dallas 
uh, the day before New Year's Eve on a yeah. primetime Saturday game. Yeah. Um, That's going to ruin my Christmas, I'm sure. New Year's. Or New Year's. Yeah, I'll be drunk enough. It'll be fine. Yeah. And then December 31st, New Year's Eve, yep. 4.30 game, Bengals at Chiefs. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun they one. They always play the second to last week yep. of the season. Yeah. Don't know why it's always to like that. To build that, that intrigue. Because they know the last game, it's either... Uh, it's, well, the last, last game games of the year, are always either games. important, and it's either really important, or they're awful, right? Or you yeah. don't care. Like, Lions-Minnesota... If those rec- if let's say put it this way, if one of those teams hasn't clinched and they're one and two, that's absolutely getting flexed. Yeah. A thousand percent, it's getting flexed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think another one. So some of these week eighteen ones, I think, have potential to be flexed. Yeah, yeah. on schedule yep. is Viking Lions, yep. Chiefs Chargers. Yeah, um, Chiefs will have it locked up by that point. It won't matter. Bills Dolphins, maybe I think could be flexed. Yeah. And uh, that conference for Buffalo, by the way, they got to be pissed. Because they go, all right, Miami, a little bit of a threat. New England can't be as bad as they were last year. And yeah. now the Jets got Rodgers. You're like, son of a bitch. We thought this was our division for the next 20 years. <laughs> it still might be, but yeah. it's a lot harder. Those are kind of my picks early on. Obviously, you might have that shocker. I mean, like something like Saints-Falcons could be flexed because they might just be like both like eight and nine teams or something. Say, they're wrestling to like, be that it's, team. It's going to yeah, be like the sure. Lions-Packers where they're not yeah. necessarily winning divisions or anything, but yeah. it's like That's a good they point. might be winning yep. for – they That's, might be that might be the game for the conference yep. or yep. for the division, I mean. That, and so they could be flexed. That, but sure. I, I don't think it will be, but – you know, it could be. You never know. Everyone's really hot in Atlanta, and they're all their defensive additions. I go, I didn't know Jeff Okuda was a CB1 all of a sudden, but here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those are those Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Things. There's a lot of good stuff, right? I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to breaking on the schedule a little bit deeper um, when we kind of go through every single game. Can't wait to break do our roster breakdowns, too. That's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I got so to plan out when we got to start that. Yeah, that's cool. It'll be coming in a few weeks or Yeah, so. absolutely. I'm really looking forward to that for sure. So looking... The NFL season, man, it's here. We're almost there. So less than you know, yeah. was college football is less than 100 days now yeah, at this point. I think I think I saw something that we're closer to the start of the NFL season than we are from Wild Card Weekend. Okay. Okay. Cool. So all right, take that as you will. All right, sounds good. All right, let's shift focus here a little bit, Mike. Oh, you had a Lions question for yeah, me. Yeah, we have the Lions topic yep, yep. here. So on FanDuel the other day, yep, they came out with um, Lions futures for the regular season. Okay. And they have numbers and all that good stuff. Yep. So, I thought it would be fun to kind of run through. There's 12 of these. Oh, boy. I'm going to show my fandom. And good thing my dad's on this show. He goes, whatever it is, take the over. Yeah. Well, they're not. so they're not over-unders. <laughs> oh, okay. They're just like, here's a stat. And okay. There's like a I number. Do, do you think it will happen? Over. And so, <laughs> and so, I would say, I'm going to go through these. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to go from... Like least likely to most likely or most likely to hey. least? Doesn't matter. It's your world, buddy. I'm okay. just living in it. And then we're just going to build, like, if you had to throw, like, yeah. $500, a, a like a, yeah, yeah. Like a yeah. good amount of money onto it, yep. which ones would you take? Okay. Yep. All Got right. it. All right. So we're going to go from, like, least likely. Okay. Probably won't happen. Because right. some of so these Jared are Goff very MVP. <laughs> to the most likely scenarios. Okay. And I'll give you the number that I come to. All right. All right. First one. Jared. Detroit Lions. To be undefeated in the regular season, zero percent chance. Plus thirty thousand. Yeah, so that's. Would ending. you put any money on that? No, it's ending week one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just there. all right. Second yeah. one: yeah. Detroit Lions to score one plus rushing touchdown in every regular season game plus six thousand. Would you put money on it? No. Okay. No. No. There'll be a game where Goff has four touchdowns and we don't and no rushing no, no rushing touchdowns. Yeah. Okay. Next one. 
Jared Goff to score five plus rushing touchdowns in the regular season plus four thousand. Would you put money on it? Mm, no. If they didn't have a suitable replacement Jamal Williams, I'd say maybe mm-hmm. the amount of one yard touchdowns they had last year. But I'm going to say no. He don't. He don't run. Detroit Lions to be undefeated in <sighs> NFC North regular season games plus two thousand. Oof. So do they go six and zero in the division? No. But it's a lot more intriguing than I think people realize. They went five and one last year. Probably could have been six and zero. Yeah, you gotta think. So plus yeah. two thousand, yeah. a ten dollar bet would win you two hundred dollars. Yeah, right. That. Yeah, so that's yeah. There's just you uh, know what? Yeah, I put ten bucks on it. Yeah, let me say yes. I'll say yeah. I'll say yeah. I would do that one. Yeah, why not? Just just for fun. Just because yeah. you know, screw everybody else. Uh, okay. Yeah. They went five and one. They've been notoriously pretty good against the division, even if they don't win. They're they're always pretty good against the division. Okay. Detroit Lions have the number one NFC regular season record at plus 900. No way. No, that's, I think that's pretty much reserved for the Eagles or the Niners. Detroit Lions to score one plus passing touchdown in every single regular season game plus 750. I put money on that. I think okay. I can put money on that. I think at least one, even in garbage time, right? Because that's the thing. Like, Carolina, they got their ass kicked. Golf still had two or three touchdowns yeah, at yeah. the end of it, right? So, yeah, I would so put money on that. At least one plus passing touchdown? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I don't think that's that hard in this level of the NFL. All right. Detroit Lions to reach the NFC Championship game plus 400. Oh, man. Doesn't have to win it. Just has to reach it. So depending on matchups and stuff. That means they're winning two playoff games, something they haven't done once in 1991, unless they're a top seed in the NFC. Unless they're a number one seed, which you already said no to, so they're not going to be. Wow. It's one home game and possibly two. I mean, if they can be the number two seed and play two home games. I love how you're trying to fill me with optimism. I'm just, I'm just giving you <laughs> all the other options here. Um, yeah, I'll put 20 bucks down on that. Okay. Why not? I'm going to be a little homerish about it. It's fun. Okay. Next one. David Montgomery oh boy. to score 10-plus rushing nope. touchdowns. Nope. Plus 170. Nope. Okay. Nope. Um, Detroit Lions to beat Green Bay on the road and at home. Plus 165. I'll put money on that. I think they're going to beat that ass, quite frankly. Uh, here's an interesting one. Amon Ross St. Brown to yeah. score 10-plus receiving touchdowns, plus 125. Yes. I'm going to say yes because J-Mo's missing the first six games of the year. I think I know people are going to – but he, he, he just by the amount of targets, right? Like, I think it's, this is going to be a year where you're going to go, man, Amon Ross going to cost us a bag. Jared Goff to throw 30-plus passing touchdowns in the regular season, plus 100. 30 plus. Mm. What do you want? 32 last year? He did go 32. Yeah. 32 and 8 last year. Mm. That's, a, that's a razor thin margin right there because he was good last year. Yeah. Can you basically. Do we count the interceptions he touched that returned for touchdowns to other teams? We do not count those. Passing <laughs> touchdowns for his I'm own I'm going to say yes. I put some money on that. I'm okay. going to say yes. Yeah. So plus 100, like you'd win 100. Yeah. I know they're going to try to run the ball a lot, but I, I think they're going to have to be explosive. I think I like their weapons. I know other people don't, but I do. All right. So these next, the last three here, okay. Vegas has as favorites. Okay. The minus. Okay. So they should happen right, theoretically. Right. Okay. But Detroit Lions to win 11 plus regular season games. Yes. Okay. Put money on that. Yes. Detroit Lions score one plus touchdown in every regular season game. Oh yeah. I, if you get, I'm sorry, getting blown out, or yeah. I'm sorry, getting shut out, or like being held to like two field goals mm-hmm. is beyond unacceptable for any NFL team at this yeah. point. Oh sorry. So they're actually it's offensive touchdowns 
Yeah. So, so no, they yeah. could score defense a touchdown. Yeah, no, I think I think they're going to at least score a touchdown. Like yeah. I said, garbage time. You're going to get your ass kicked by Kansas City. You can still score one on their backups. Yep. And the most like negative one on this list. Yeah. yeah. So the most favored to happen of all of these. Wow. Aiden Hutchinson to record ten plus sacks in the regular season. Wow. Minus one ninety five. Um. I'm going to say yes. I would say that's probably – I would say we're going to be in trouble. If not, honestly, low-key, um, I'm expecting to have him a big year. And I'm honestly expecting the whole defensive line to kind of come in. I think they've got some – I think they got some plans, man. So um, I'm surprised that there was just one on there, the Lions, to win the NFC North. I'm surprised that wasn't one of those yeah. on there. But, you know, interesting. Yeah, that was fun. I like that. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Um, is there any of those that I took that you were like, no, no way. Like, there's no way in hell that they're um, going to reach that. I, I reached on a couple. Like, NFC Championship game is a bit of a reach. I still think 10-plus touchdowns for Amin is a reach, but I think it, I think it can and will happen. Just I don't due to the math. Due to the math. I think the one I would, like, the biggest one I yeah. would take is, for the chance of it, is to go undefeated in NFC North games. Yeah. I would, like... Yeah, that's a tough I one. I would put, like, 20 bucks on that at yeah. plus 2,000. Yeah. And, like, when, like... Because there's a possibility of winning $400 on that. Yeah, for sure. If it happens, mm-hmm. like, theoretically... Yeah, I changed like, my answer. I went, all right, Yeah, like, I think, I yeah, think yeah. you could do it. Yeah. Um, Any of those that you'd put, like, $1,000 on. Like, that you're just very, like, absolutely would happen. Um, Like, Amon Ra, 10-plus receiving touchdowns, or any of those? Like, any of those that you're, like, Probably the one... What is it? The one where they're going to have at least one passing touchdown in every game or, or no one offensive touchdown in yeah. every game. I would put, I put a decent amount of money on that. Okay. Uh, like I said, the, it's one of those things where like the lions are never that team are never going to be the team where, Oh, we're getting blown out. So we're going to put our backups in. Mm-hmm. That's never going to happen. Right. So like, you know, getting killed 49 to 20 against the chiefs. Okay. Let's go down and have a good faith score. Right. And yeah. let's, I want to see something done correctly before the end of this game. You know, that whole coach speak. All right. Let's shift focus here. Let's talk some NBA. Um, Mike, we got the Western Conference Finals. It's set. It's your Los Angeles Lakers. Should have never doubted you. Against the Denver Nuggets. Can't believe you doubted me. The Flying Jokers. Um, And we've got the Eastern Conference Finals. The winner between Boston and Philadelphia versus the Miami Heat? Question mark? Absolutely. Um, Let's get into these matchups, and then I have a question for you. Because I, I... I've got a bit of a conundrum here, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> let's talk. Uh, excuse me. I thought I was going to sneeze. Um, let's talk Western Conference first, right? Because we know that's a confirmed matchup. I know it's the sexier matchup, but it's also the one we absolutely know is going to happen. Yes. Um, Lakers, Nuggets, Anthony Davis, Nicole Jokic. That's the series, that is right? The series. That's really the series, right? Is mm-hmm. And I don't really necessarily want to get – we can get your prediction in a second, but – for me, this is the series where Nikola Jokic either makes Mike Merkle a believer mm-hmm. or you go, I told you, and it's never going to happen. <laughs> Am I right on that assessment where you're going, look, if you beat AD, yeah. AD's playing phenomenal. He's probably the best player in these playoffs. Yes. To now go in there and beat the Lakers, mm-hmm. right, get to the finals, do everything that he's never done, that everything is, you know, Mm-hmm. Those MVPs and everything else finally are worth something. Does this is this the series for him to do that? Absolutely. Okay. Um, yeah he he could he could realistically 
like become the best player in basketball. I think this is the series for him to do. Even let's just say this. I'm putting this out there and maybe that's not fair. Say they don't even win the finals. Yeah. But if he gets there and he does and he plays like he's been playing, I think he takes that mantle from Giannis. Because Giannis was already the best player in basketball before he won a championship. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think he could I think if he wins this series and yeah. plays really well in the finals yeah, and yeah. loses, yeah. he could definitely become the like he could be the mm-hmm. consensus best player in basketball. Okay. Definitely. What is what is your keys for both teams, like, give me one key for both sides. I know you're going to take the Lakers to win the series. Yes, that's 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 the most <laughs> anticlimactic question ever. Uh-huh. But um, what is the key for Denver? What are they? What do you think that needs to happen? Whether it's a player, whether it's yeah. you know stopping somebody from LA, and then vice versa for the Lakers. Yeah. So actually, the the funny thing about this series is I actually would slightly disagree. I don't think it's fully on AD versus Jokic. Yeah. I think it really comes out to LeBron versus Jamal Murray in okay. a sense. Okay. Um, we always talk about how I think Aaron Gordon's going to be on LeBron. If I had to guess from a defensive. Yes, standpoint. I would agree. Yeah. And then, but that's the funny thing is, I think LeBron's going to be on KCP for a, for a really long time. Yeah, because he's going to stand there. I think really what's going <laughs> to happen is I think AD is going to use all his energy on the defense end to slow down Jokic. Yeah. And they're going to go, all right, LeBron, you're all offense. Yeah. Figure this out. And that's what he's going to have to do is figure out the yeah. offensive side. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem that Jokic has is I don't think he's going to be able to play both ends of the court. So he's going to need someone else to step up. Oh, yeah, so far, sure. he has a, head, yeah. a yeah. lot of stepping up. Aaron Gordon's played really well. Yeah. Jamal has his games. Yeah. But there's no one consistently enough. I'm sure we'll have a Michael guy. Porter quarter. <laughs> we, we all hope so. Um, Three threes. Oh, my gosh. Oh my he's on fire. He has never done this well. <laughs> Literally ever. Um yeah, no, I think the series oh, will come down to um, more of, like, LeBron yeah, the versus second the second guy. guy. Yeah, the second, third guy um, is coming We always in. talk about in some games where it's, like, everyone always, like, when you looked at, like, that Denver-Seattle Super Bowl yeah, a yeah. couple years ago, uh, like a couple, like, a decade ago now. I know, right, we're but, um, where everyone was like, oh, Denver, best offense, Seattle, best defense. I'm like, doesn't it really come down to the other? Yeah, right. The like, other side. The, the other the not side. good side. Like the not, yeah. like, yeah. number ones. It right. comes down to the Seattle's offense versus Denver's defense and right. who's better on that sense. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I think it really comes down to everyone's going to be like, oh, Jokic versus AD, whoever wins that battle is going to win. I go, I don't necessarily think so because I think if Jokic has 30, 15, and 15 – I still think LeBron can do offensively LeBron things and still win if no one else in Denver yeah. is doing anything. Yeah. Like, if it's just Jokic doing right. stuff right. and no one else is really contributing, yeah. kind of like how Devin Booker and KD were both scoring 45, right. but no one else could score more than six. Yeah. And then Denver wins. Like, I, I don't think it's all on Nikola Jokic here and all on AD here. I yeah. think it's. I, I, I'm in agreement with you. I think that. The, I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think the, the secondary players, right? And that's kind of where we're at, right? It's like, it's, it, this is Anthony Davis's team, right? And this is, you know, it's, it, it, it just is. You know, you can say what you want, but LeBron's not going out it there. It finally is. Yeah. Putting, you know, crazy ass numbers up there because he doesn't really have to, right? So yeah. I'm interested he, to kind of see. He, LeBron conserves energy. And if you watch all six games of the of the Warriors series, you saw where everyone goes, LeBron just kind of stands around and doesn't do a lot during some of these games. I go, yeah. So when game six happens yeah. and he has to play 44 minutes, yeah. he can right. because he's available to. Right. Like I think the idea of this series is try to get that 3-2 lead mm-hmm. and try to be able to come home in game six and have LeBron be like – yeah, ready to go enough to put the team on his back in that one game. Yeah. to get this is a bit. This is a big game for this Nuggets team. This is yeah. a, this is our series. I'm series, sorry, this yes. is a huge series Absolutely because huge. this is like one of those things where like you do this, slay the beast, mm-hmm. 
I mean, there's no limit at that point. No. And listen, outside of like right now, no one is injured or anything. Right. There's no injury right. bug or anything. Right. I know last year or a couple years ago, everyone was like, well, look at the team Nikola Jokic has. There's no way he's going to win games with that team. Right. When Jamal and uh, right. Michael Porter and whoever were out mm-hmm. and stuff. It's like both teams are now fully healthy. Right. So there's not that like, yeah. oh, Caveat you know, yeah, you can't it. go, oh, well, LeBron hurt his foot. Well, he hurt his foot before the playoffs started. Right. And he's won two series with this hurt foot they need surgery on. So right. I'm not going to use that as an excuse of why they lost unless he misses games because yeah. of the foot. Right. Or AD misses games because he gets hurt. That's like, that'd be different conversation. Right. Right. But both teams right now are fully healthy. So it's just, if Jokic just outplays him. Jokic outplays him. Right. It is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, For sure. And he's had an incredible playoffs off to this point. He's probably the second best player in the playoffs outside AD, Mm -hmm. or he could be the first and AD could be second. Yeah. But we're seeing the two best playoff performers outside maybe Jimmy Butler, too. He's kind of. Yeah. He's He's kind of in his own world over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But those two, and Jason Tatum. Don't forget about Jason Tatum. He might be the best player in the world. (laughs) Shooters shoot, Mike. Shooters shoot. Shooters. Uh, the two best players in the playoffs so far going yeah. head-to-head, seven games. Every game starts at 8.30. Thank God. No kidding. None of this 10.30 10, 10, 10, oh, like They're all, just all awful. East and West, yeah. all the games are 8.30. Yeah. Thank I God. Would, yeah, I dude, I, I would, not die. You know what's funny? I would literally be like, okay, when are the, when are the Lakers game on? I'm like, it's like 9 o'clock. I go, oh, I still have another hour. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to it for sure. I know you've already got the Lakers winning, so I'm not even going to ask you that question. How many yeah. games? You think it goes seven? Um, I kind of hope it goes seven. So, so I look at the series kind of the same way as the first two, where yeah. I think it's going to go six. Yeah. If the Lakers do everything they need to do. Yeah. But I wouldn't be shocked if it goes seven. It's yeah. not going to go anything before six or seven. Yeah. It's going to go at least six or seven. It just kind of depends on if the Lakers have a three, two lead, mm-hmm. I think they win that game six and win the series. Yeah. If they're like, if it's been home and home the whole way, right. then I think they win game six to go to game seven. Mm-hmm. And then at that point you just have to win game seven on the road. So. Yeah, for sure. All right. Going to the other matchup. We got Boston or Philadelphia against the Miami heat who just keep winning series and no one's paying attention to them. Um, I mean, they do keep. Winning. I mean, really, the thought process, right, is I think we've kind of we already established that like the favorite is going to be either Philadelphia or Boston, right? Whoever plays this Miami team, but mm-hmm. I mean, Miami's there; they're just kind of chilling. They're like, "Hey, what's up? We we'll just keep winning basketball games mm-hmm. by hook or by crook." I mean, I'm assuming you're going to have the one of the other two teams as the favorite, but I mean, what's Miami's path to getting this done here? Or is it one of those situations where they can, but you really don't want to because if they play Denver or LA, it's going to be a rough go. Yeah, I think I think Miami. If we get a rematch of LA versus Miami, everyone's going to be like, "Hooray!" Yeah, <laughs> no one's going to be happy. Uh, I think Miami Denver is like the worst case scenario for finals. Yeah. I I don't think anyone would watch those. I, like, <laughs> not to be mean to either one of those, but neither. You team say has that, to. but you would watch them. I mean, I would watch them, and, like, <laughs> NBA guys would watch them, yeah, but, like, yeah. I don't think there's that se- – like, would you watch every single game? No, not every game. I'd, I'd tune in. I'd be yeah. in. And, I'm in and like, out. Like, like yeah. I would say – It's not appointment viewing. Yes. Lakers-Boston, oh, you'd yeah. be, like, I'm there for, yeah. like, every single game. Yeah. Even Lakers-Miami. I would say Lakers like, pretty much anything. I, I'm fascinated on this – on the narrative for LeBron now because this isn't LeBron's team anymore. Yeah. But he's going to get a fuck ton of credit for this. Mm. And I'm like – yeah, because you're 38. I get that, right? So mm-hmm. you're playing. You're still playing out of your mind for as old as you are. But you're really just kind of. I mean, 
AD is doing his thing, and you're yeah. just picking your spots. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you're definitely not the primary option Absolutely. anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, like Miami and like Nuggets, I think is like worst case scenario. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think Lakers versus anyone in the East, I think it's at least interesting. I think everyone really wants Lakers Boston though. Yeah, I think if, yeah. if everyone had a choice, they're just. Like, if I actually Boston. had a choice, I'd like to see Philadelphia and Denver because it's two teams that haven't been there. And that, that's true. Long. That's you know, like just from a just from like a. Okay, yeah, who's gonna break through yeah, that glass here's ceiling? Here's the thing: is if it's like Philly, De- like that's what that's why the, yeah, yeah. like Miami's kind of the oddball team because yes. I think they make the matchup yes. a lot worse, unfortunately. Yes. But like Philly Lakers, fun. Yep. Um, because you have the MVP versus yep. you know AD sure. and LeBron. Yep. You know, I think I think Denver Philly because you have the MVP versus the guy who everyone thinks should have won MVP this year, who's won the last two. Both probably the two best bigs in the league going at it. Like. Yep. That's fun too. Yep. You know, Boston thinks they have Jason Tatum, who's a top five player in the league, which is crazy to me. According to him. And then uh, you know, Lakers Boston obviously is probably number one. Yeah. Of so course. like well, all those the matchups, legacies. All yeah. those matchups sound fun. Yeah. Miami's the one it's like Yeah. They're like that that oddball. What does like, Miami need to do to get to the finals? Uh Jimmy Butler just puts up fifty points every single game. So Jimmy Butler turns into Michael Jordan and we Michael roll Jordan. with it, right? He's Michael Jordan's son. I don't know if you knew. Yeah. <laughs> Low-key, I kind of think it's true, but it's fine. <laughs> um, uh, from a Celtics-slash-Philadelphia standpoint, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't even want to have you predict because it, it, literally by the time people hear this, people will be like, oh, what an idiot, right? Yeah. Um, but from either team, I will right? say I'll go on a limb and say Boston. Okay. But okay. But I could be wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Um, yeah, it's a coin flip at this point, right? Um, but for, I, I for Joel and Beat's knees going to... For Boston or off. Philadelphia, right? Um, you know, what... For each team, I'll let you go both real quick, right? What you know, what does Philadelphia need to do to get to the finals finally, right? And what does Boston need to do to get back, right? And you know, is there more importance for one team to get there than the other, based on the track ahead? Um, I actually, I think they're both equal in okay. different ways. Yeah. Um, I think Boston needs to get back because everyone's kind of down on this whole Boston regime right now yeah. and the Boston team. And they're kind of like, if you don't go there and win, yeah. everything might just blow up and, and they might trade. Jacob they lose Brown this series. And, it's going to be rough. Yeah. Because, it's going to be a rough look, but yeah. like if they don't win anything this year or go back to the finals, I mean, Jalen Brown's like on the trade block, which I think is absolutely insane for, to think about that. He's probably well, put it this way. The Pistons have the number two pick. I'm trading it to Boston for Jalen Brown. In the worst way. Yeah. I mean, they probably won't also, take it. And then but. I'm also trading. Who else do you want? <laughs> yeah. Literally, who else do you want? Rognanovich, gone. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Boston needs it. And then Philly needs it just for the fact that you have an MVP. He's Joel Embiid's at this point the only MVP to never make a conference finals. Right. Kind of need to change that narrative or yep. it's going to be really awkward conversations going forward. <laughs> so both teams need it in their own specific. One's going to yeah. like... One team's kind of falling apart and is yep. like hanging on by a thread, yep. and the other team has guys who are really good regular season players yep. who have never can show it in the postseason that yep. can like change the narrative on their careers yeah, with wins sure. with James Harden and Joel Embiid. Absolutely, I, I I agree a thousand percent. All right, let me get to this question I have for you. Okay, it's a fundamental issue I think that the NBA is having a little bit. Okay, do you think the NBA needs less games? In the regular season. And here's why I'm saying that. We are now seeing we have an eight seed playing in the conference finals, mm-hmm. right? We have the seven seed Lakers, which I'm not giving them any credit for because for my exact reason why I'm asking this question, is you're seeing teams 
that are clearly better teams, right? Like the Lakers, Miami, uh, Miami just, you know, because they're playing out of their minds. But you've seen it, right? The Warriors were a six seed, right? Like mm-hmm. just due to load management and them not really taking the regular season as seriously because they know they just kind of got to coast and sneak in and then they can go do their thing, right? Whereas we saw a team like Memphis goes hard, gets a two seed, gets obliterated anyway, right? Mm -hmm. I think it is a problem, right, that you're going to start seeing a little bit where it's until they combine, like, and go one through 16, right, which I don't think is ever going to happen. But if they did, it'd be a lot of fun. Because I think what's happening is you're going to continue to see this where you're like, what is with these six, seven, eight seeds going on these runs? Because you have so many of these teams that, and maybe this will go away when the CBA changes and you're not allowed to form these super teams anymore like you are now. But it very much feels like to me that like the Lakers were a top three team in the West, but because of mismanagement due to random injuries, due to load management, due to them kind of coasting throughout the regular season, that's why they're the seven seed and not a top three seed. And I think that if there was 20 games less in the regular season, I think you would see less load management for guys because that was never a thing 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. And two, I think you would see a higher level of performance in regular season games, which I think would then translate better to postseason play because those games mean more. Mm -hmm. You very rarely see, like in the NFL, a team come out of nowhere, right? And just like, man, this team is 9-8, and and now they're in the Super Bowl. Like, it it doesn't happen often, right? Mm -hmm. Usually it's... The, t- the best four or five teams are there at the end for the most part, right? And those are the teams that get there, the more consistent performers throughout the year. Yeah. I think that the NBA, and I think this can speak to baseball as well, mm-hmm. maybe even hockey to an extent. I just think that the NBA is consistently trying to do things to prevent low management and stuff because they want the best product. They're trying to do these in-season, mid-season tournament shit, all that jazz. Make the regular season a tad shorter, and I think you get a better overall product. Um, I don't necessarily disagree. Yeah. I do have a fundamental fix yeah. that fixes a lot of this. Okay. Uh, one was a problem that was added, but there is a <laughs> there is a fix to it. I okay. think the fir- the problem that was added was having the play in. That I was agree that's with you. the fundamental with problem you. with yep. the tanking because yep. teams know that okay I can have thirty six wins sneak in as a ten seed right. and now you just have to play a couple of games here in the playoffs and then it's right. the playoffs anything can happen exactly I think yep. Um, have, like, and for your example, you were yeah. like, "Oh, well, it never happens in the NFL." What if the NFL had ten teams get in? I agree, it would be. It a would disaster. happen a lot more right. oh, for sure. if you had a play in. Right, I can win teams. eight games in a seventeen game season and squeak. I can in. win seven or eight, right. squeak in, and then it's any given Sunday at that point, right. and yeah. you'd see a lot more upsets that for way. For sure, which I think is what college football is kind of hoping for. Yes, what their twelve team is. Yes, we're hoping for a couple. 10 seed upsets yeah. because they get hot for really every 10 late. seed upset. You're going to get 50,000 one seeds just destroying yeah. them. <laughs> but you just need the one or two to happen exactly. for it to make it work. Yep, exactly. So I think expanding the playoffs initially was the, was the yes. thing that made load management unbearable yep. because a team like the Lakers is like, listen, we just need to be the eight, nine. Yeah. Seed Cause like I see, I see this whole thing. Oh man, they were a whatever seed, you know, before this, that, and the other thing I go, okay, great. Yeah. But at the same time I go, because they they knew they didn't need to, they didn't need to do a whole lot right mm-hmm. like it, Memphis is over here try harden it every yeah. single week right and then you've got the Lakers who are like look bro I got a thirty eight LeBron 
he's playing 55 games. It's just going to happen, right? Yeah. Or whatever. I don't really, that's maybe not a fair assessment. Yeah, he, I don't he actually plays know 64. Me. Right, okay. So, point being, right? He's missing 20 games. So, it just is what it is. Kawhi is never going to play a back-to-back. Like, stuff like that is astounding to me because it's like, from a league perspective, if I'm Adam Silver, I'm not thrilled mm-hmm. that these people that I'm building my entire league around are not playing. Yes. Right, and, and LeBron's not really a fair assessment because he is the league for the most part. But when he's gone, mm-hmm. right, I'm gonna have all these guys sitting because they don't want to play a back to back. That's shit. You yeah. know what I mean? So my fix for this, yeah, it's a slight fix, but I think it would help a lot with yep. people wanting to play more. Is when it comes time to the playoffs. Yep. Now I wish they didn't have a plan, but we can have the plan still <laughs> and have you know the plan tournament happen. Yeah. Have this top seed pick who they play. Wow. That'd be interesting, like based on straight up matchup, huh? Yeah. So, huh. so if you're in the East, right? Yeah, yeah. So Atlanta and Miami, when they're playing, they qualify. Yeah. Right. Then you go Milwaukee. Who, who do you, you want? want? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because now it incentivizes the top teams, right, to get the top seeds, right? Right. So, like the NFL right now, the reason why teams play so hard for so long is right. when you get that one or two, it was one or yeah, two. But you get, get that one, first, I get a bye. You get the bye week. Yes. And then you get to play the worst possible right. team. Yep. You can at play home. The, at home. Right. Everything works in your right. favor as a yep. one seed. I got to win two games to yeah, get to the Super Bowl. You have Bowl. to win yep. two games to get to the Super Bowl. Everything works out. Right. If you're the Bucks, instead of having to unfortunately play the eight seed Miami Heat, right. you know who they would have picked? Atlanta. Atlanta. Right. Right. Yep. You, know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. If you keep going down that way, you know who Boston would have picked? Brooklyn. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You're not wrong. You're not you know wrong at three, all. You know who 76ers would have picked? The Knicks. Yep. I was about to say, they're still not picking yeah, Miami. Yeah. <laughs> and then Cleveland is stuck with Miami as a right. four. Yeah, right. And and it's because mm-hmm. you like the top teams get the benefit of picking. Right. So everyone, instead of going, should we rest these last five games? Right. No, we want to play these last five games to right. get the best seed, to pick who we play, to give right. us the best chance of going forward. Yeah, I just I'm looking at it right because I I, I think that I think there's a lot of narrative right like because we have an eight seed and a seven seed going to the, the conference finals right yeah. and I think everyone's like like holy crap this is crazy and I go it's not really the seeding at this point almost doesn't matter anymore because we're seeing teams that are going hard in the paint every single night right where like John Morant is playing every single night right compared to a Lakers team yeah. or a Philly team but, or a and, Boston. And that's my yeah. point, though, yeah, yeah, yeah. is you're going to reward the John Morants for playing no, every no, that's night. What, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. They're the two seed. Okay, Denver picked Minnesota. Right. Memphis, oh, we got to play the Lakers. No. Nope. You can yeah. go pick. Right. You know, you can pick uh, the Clippers, right. who don't have Paul George. Right. Maybe that's a much more favorable matchup for you. I don't right. know. A lot of those teams are kind of good. So well, yeah, Memphis know. is a hard one to Memphis predict because Memphis isn't that great. But, but I like, see your point. Yeah, to that point, though, yeah, it's yeah. it's when, if you're a top seed and you play every game yeah. and you get the, re- the It's reward. almost like a call-out, too, right? Because then you have that narrative of, like, oh, they called the Lakers out. Yeah. Like, they picked, like, you know, like, okay, oh, they they challenged the defending Golden State Warriors, right, for the first-round matchup. Yeah. You better yeah. win. If Memphis, <laughs> yeah, if Memphis goes out and goes, yeah, we want the Warriors because they suck on the road. Yeah. Warriors, okay. Okay, but, cool, right. And I think all these series would just be more entertaining. I think they'd be you, more aggressive. If yeah. you know that, oh, you picked us second. You yeah. think we're the second-worst team yeah. here? right. All right. Exactly. Right, sure. Let's yeah. Go. Yeah. You picked. Oh, we're the worst team in the in the playoffs now. The first, the number one seed picked us. All right. Now we got to go. Right, now and, we got to go show off. Yeah. I think it just make it a lot more fun and it just incentivize at least yeah. the top teams to keep playing their yeah, yeah. stars. I don't think anyone really cares about like 
Atlanta playing no, other stars. I'm just talking, yeah. it's like the big teams, right. the big dog guys playing. That expect, yeah, the, the ones think, that we're talking about every single year yeah. going, can they make a run? Like Kevin Durant and Devin Booker, instead right. of missing five, six games, it's like, hey, you want to play those games? Because instead of the yeah. four, you get to the two. Yeah. And now as the two, you can pick. Right. The Warriors, instead of having to play the right. Lakers, exactly, and it's a better matchup. Yeah, I just you know I was just thinking about it. It was just something I kind of came to my mind as I was watching that game six because like man, this Laker team is is pretty good, right? Like yeah. you're watching now. Them and you go, now the Lakers are a weird example of that because they got good after the trade deadline, right? Like they've been the best team after the trade. But deadline. imagine they, if, but imagine though, right, in a situation where if they just would have played their guys, right, and like didn't have all the funkiness going on, uh-huh. right? What Where would they have been? Because even when they made the trade deadline, yeah, they, they improved, right? But it also was in correlation with Anthony Davis playing a lot more games and yeah. LeBron not being hurt, right? So, like, you're kind of like, yeah, you know, when uh, LeBron went down, everybody, uh-oh. Yeah, here's the thing. If they, if they didn't do that trade deadline, I don't think they made the plan. Yeah. I don't know, right? They were, they yeah. were the 10 seed, yeah. barely surviving. Yeah. And then they made all those trades and then got better. Like, I don't think yeah. they're going to go. But, you know what I mean? So, I just, I just find it interesting, right, that we're seeing these lower-seeded teams Mm-hmm. making these runs when in 15 years ago, that wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you weren't seeing a eight seed Atlanta Hawks beating a number one seed Boston Celtics, you know, mm-hmm. like that group of team, right? You just weren't seeing it, right? Like you're not seeing a bad Orlando magic team play a good 2005 Detroit Piston team. And like, that's not, you're not winning that series. Like it's just mm-hmm. not happening. Right. So I just find it fascinating about that. So I figured I'd ask, you know, fun conversation nonetheless. Plus I think it just make the regular season more important. Right. Can't go on a twelve game losing streak and still figure your your you know your way out. It's not as easy to do that. Yeah, twenty else games. Uh, the thing is, I think I think teams would still load manage even if you lowered it. Like if you load if, if everyone played sixty two. Yeah. I think everyone would play forty eight games. Yeah. And it'd be it'd just be like a diluted number, but everyone would play. Them. Well, but your margin for error is a lot smaller now. It is. So maybe you don't. Maybe you're willing to play a couple back to backs now, Kawhi, because yeah. <laughs> you know, well, or whatever. Actually, I think you would have back to backs to play, yeah. and then oh, players yeah, would incentivize. Oh, if you had the same that. length of season, yeah, but you even play that. fifteen less games. Yeah. You take out probably just about every back to back. Then I think I think the problem is a lot of stars are like like LeBron's like three games and four nights all on the road. Yeah. I'm not playing all fall. Right. Yeah. I just think and from I a league perspective, and here's the thing is, too. Back like in the 90s, they didn't do a lot of three games and four nights. Yeah. Because their schedule length was longer. Right. So yeah. they had they they played back to backs maybe, but they didn't have a lot of like three yeah. and four days, six and eight games or something. Where well, and the other thing too is is that you're condensing it, but also right, you're you're the way the league is set up now is that there's only five teams that you want to watch anyway. So you're you're a victim of your own success in that way, right? LeBron was still LeBron's the outlier, right? But if Anthony Davis was by himself in New Orleans still, no one's gonna say, Oh, prime time game, New Orleans versus the Magic. No mm-hmm. one gives a shit, right? So it's it's a little easier to do that, right? So, you know, just thought I'd throw it out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fun fun conversation. Yeah, change the playoff format. yeah for real. Thousand percent. I'm yeah. with you. Realistically, just change it to where the NFL does where even if the six and seven win. Yeah. Reseed them. Yeah, agreed. No, like, I don't agree. understand yeah. why the six and seven play, and then the one and four play, and I'm like, how's that why, work? Why didn't the one get the seven after? Yeah, like I like I would agree. Them. No, I would agree with that. That would be weird if like the NFL every year was like, oh yeah, the one and three are gonna play, and then the four and the seven are gonna play. <laughs> yeah, right. You're like, wait, 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 wait. How am I getting punished for being the better uh, team? Yeah, how do I get punished by playing the four seed when the six and seven, like the Warriors as a six seed, got to host a team in the second round? Yeah, stupid. 
and K and then the Suns as a four seed were like, why do we have to go on the road? Yeah, right. Yeah, so, we, we we won. We, right? we, we we're did a enough. Seed, aren't yeah. we? No. no? Uh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Like it would have mattered. Like if Lakers Miami make it to the finals, Lakers are gonna be hosting that series as a seven seed. Yeah. That's just stupid. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's dumb. It's extremely dumb. I mean, dumb. it would be how it happened, but it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Right. It is weird. All right, let's shift focus here. Last topic of the day. We got a whole bunch of pro wrestling news to go over, Mike. Let's start with our AEW experience, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, Dynamite. I thought, great. first off, great show. Yep. Uh, Rampage for the one match that we saw. Fine. Yeah. Um, Missed the Hardys, but it's fine. Oh, he did? Yeah, they were on the show. Yeah. Uh, they were in the Guns uh, oh, segment. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it happens. Um, you see Matt Hardy's Twitter got hacked yeah, yesterday. Yeah, really the guy's been going nuts. I was like, good Lord. Um, but, uh, dynamite, right. That was a lot of fun. A lot of big, a lot of big news and notes coming out of it. Right. Mm-hmm. As we're kind of heading towards double or nothing. Um, do you expect that to kind of be a trend until we kind of get to all in where they're just kind of be trying to put their best foot forward? Or do you think we're going to kind of see a little bit of a lull, because we've got three pay-per-views in a very relative short amount of time, and AEW's never really done this before, right? Mm-hmm. We're almost at a monthly shot for mm-hmm. this next couple bit, right? They haven't really done that, and it's kind of you know, opposite to their booking style, right, yeah. of trying to develop things a little bit more long-term, right? Do you think that that's gonna, we're going to see kind of that effect and see how they do on a more... This is a perfect time for Tony Khan to be like, let's try this and see how a th- you know three pay-per-views basically in three months... Could we go 12 a year, right? Mm-hmm. Could we ask people to pay for that or get a streaming or whatever the case may be, right, to yeah. go 12 a year? Um, thoughts kind of on on the schedule as we kind of I'm, – I'm really looking at All In as the next, like, ginormous show at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's interesting. Um, I, think, I think right now they're going a lot of bigger shows because yeah. of the NBA playoffs, yes. the NHL playoffs. Yes. Like, I think once the summer comes around yeah. and there's nothing really too big to that's out them. there yeah. to contend against them – um, they just have their normal. I think more people watch wrestling over the summer because there's not the sports influx out there. What do you mean? You mean Dodgers Pirates isn't tickling your no, fancy? I guess, I guess not. <laughs> um, so I, I don't think they try as hard over yeah. the summer for all the crazy shows or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think they will have time to actually get storylines right. together and start rolling things and don't have right. to put like Kenny and Moxley in a main event match on a random episode of Dynamite. I'll take it though. I'll take it, <laughs> but I don't think you have to do it every yeah. single week because yeah. uh, you don't have the competition against you. So. Right. For sure. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're hearing, you know, news about a new deal with, you know, Warner brother discovery for AEW as well. We know the new show is coming. Mm-hmm. We know punk is coming back. Um, are any concerns at all about a potential brand split type thing? Um, you know, we're still seeing news and notes that legally things still haven't really been cleared up officially mm-hmm. yet. We've got, you know, news that certain people still aren't going to work with punk, all that kind of stuff. Punk still being a wiener face. So it's like, <laughs> what, where are we, where, I mean, where's your level of concern at, right? Like, are they going to do it? Cause I'm, I'm a little bit concerned if they actually do like a hard, like cut down the middle. Yeah. I don't, I don't want a hard cut down the middle. Yeah. Um, I, I don't mind having, some people on one show and some people on another. Yeah. Um, like, I wouldn't mind if, like, Punk was on, colli- I think it's called Collision. Yeah. If he's going to be on Collision every single week, so you know that if 
they came to Detroit for a collision right. show right. that Punk and like FTR and all those guys would be yeah. on every week. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't necessarily mind that idea because mm-hmm. right now on the Dynamite side, you get tickets like three months in advance right. or something. But it's like the roster's so big. Right. Like if you, you really want no, to see Adam Cole on the show or yeah, something, you've got no idea. It's like you have no idea of that timeline, right. what they're going to be doing for that episode or not. Yeah. Um, splitting the rosters a little more, you can kind of have an idea of like, okay, the elite are going to be on this side, so you'll get them on Dynamite. Right. You'll get Punk and FTR on Collision or whatever. So, like, when you buy tickets or you go to watch the show, yep. you kind of have an idea of what to expect on both shows. Right. Um, that's, the, that's the pro to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want them to add any more titles. <laughs> so That was going to be my next question. So, too. like, if they want to kind of, you know, put... I think... So, Collision's going to be on TNT. So, if they want to put, like, Wardlow as the TNT champion over there right. and maybe, you know put the six-mans over there and keep the tag teams on this side. If they want to, like, split them up in a way where, like, you're not adding more, but right. the trios titles are more predominantly on Dynamite and FTRs, the tag teams, are more predominantly on on uh, Collision or something. I'm kind of cool with that idea, you know, right. like, going back and forth a little bit, but I don't want, like, oh, here's our Collision yeah. AEW world champion and then the Dynamite world champion. Like, I think that would be really stupid to do. Right, I agree with you 100%. Especially because, like, Instead of, like, WWE doing it where you have, like, the WWE title whose, like, lineage is, like, 100,000 years. And then, like, <laughs> you're bringing in a new title that's brand new or whatever. Yes. Like, the AEW title has, like, six champions attached to it so far. Which so, is like, you know, yeah, it's, it's only been around for three years now or four years now. So, like, you're going to have one championship that's four years. And then you're going to have a brand new world title that's yeah. over here yeah. that's going to start from zero. That'll probably be Punk would be the first champion anyway. Would be a weird look. So. Yeah, for I'm, sure. I'm just, I'm cool with just... Tag champs, TNT champ, yeah, international. Maybe the women's champion yeah. or something on one side. Yeah, TBS champion, trios champ, world champion on the other show. Yeah, they can go back and forth, obviously, but right. like predominantly, you're gonna see those guys on that show. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for Double or Nothing. Hoping you know we get a pretty solid card. I'm very fascinated what they're gonna do about Forbidden Door, just yep. because it's like okay, we're kind of that's like the show in between where you go. Okay, what do we do in a month build, right? Is mm-hmm. it just going to... And I think you were spot on a couple weeks ago in your assessment where you're like, I think it may be more like dream match, like champion champion, champion, champion type stuff where yeah. you're like, okay, what More like happen? Survivor Series type right, deal. Right, exactly. At least of, this year, right? Yeah. Maybe as they change their pay Yeah, like I would schedule. be shocked if they do an international championship match against a Japan guy uh-huh. and they do like an IWGP, like never open weight match yep. against an AEW yep. guy. Yep. But like, I think the main event will probably be like, Sonata, yeah. and MGF. Right, yeah. And Don't I get think, a finish or something weird. I think weird. Aussie Open yeah. versus FTR. Yeah. Non-title match, yeah. but just the two mm-hmm. champions going at it. Because then you could also be like, oh, I don't know who's going to win. Aussie Open could win this match. Right, yeah. And then you have stories later, right? You're like, oh, maybe we can uh, reference that later on. Yeah. Okay, Aussie Open beat FTR for the tag, you know, in that match. Now they get a shot later on. Yeah, maybe they're the know. all-in tag team match. Exactly. And they're challenging for the AEW Now, let's be real. In. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Leaf, they're going to be the AEW World Tag Team Champions. After let's let's admit nothing. that's let's never going to happen. Come so. on, come on. I'm a little intrigued with the whole Mark Briscoe thing. I'm hoping they're just setting me up for disappointment, but it's fine. I'm hoping it's happening. Bro, FTR just won the title. I know, dude. That's why I'm like, and maybe they pull a swerve on him oh, and they go, what? Maybe they, well, here's the thing. Hold them until all in where FTR wins them back. No. No? No. Nothing? No, no way so, I can tell you. You know, you know what's funny is because any other team, you'd say this is a dumb idea and should never I happen. I know. It's a terrible idea now. I'm just saying it into an existence because yeah. I'm a fan. I just think, I, I love it because I think it's a fun, I still think they're misusing Jay Lethal in the worst way possible. Mm-hmm. But, um, 
at the same time, I just I'm at this point. Listen, I'm I would be mad yeah. if in a couple months they go for the trios titles. Yes, I've been waiting for them to go for the trios titles. Do that. That's fine. Yeah, I just think FTR is going to go on a tear run, and yeah. I don't want them just like random. Like if you're going to tell me <laughs> both their title runs are combined hundred days. <laughs> Come on. Can you imagine this run, though? So we beat the guns to win them, and we had to put our career on the line just to then lose them to Jeff, Jeff Jarrett, Jarrett and Jay Lethal? Yeah, buddy. Awesome. Glad we re-signed for three years. Yeah. Thank <laughs> God. All right. Let's shift focus. Let's go to the WWE side. Um, two triple threats. You're shaking your head already. Why are you shaking your head? What's wrong? We'll get there. Yeah. So two triple threats on Raw, right? Cody... Brock has been set up for an end champion. So we crisis averted number one, right? Check, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Whew. Cody is not going to be the first world heavyweight champion. Perfect. The dream is still alive. The dream is still alive. The dream is still alive. Um, had that weird Brock Lesnar promo where he just spit in the microphone for 45 minutes, but it's fine. Um, while <laughs> caressing Cody Rhodes' head, he's like, look at me. Look at me. It looked like Keith Ledger's Joker. A little like, bit. Like a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh-huh. But we out of that, right, Seth Rollins emerges victorious out of the triple threats, and then he beats Finn Balor later on in the night. Um, good matches there. Um, on the SmackDown side, right, we had AJ pulling off a big win to triple threat. Was kind of hoping it was going to be Edge. I was kind of bummed that they had AJ and Edge in the same match. I went, oh, that's a bit of a shot in the arm, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we had AJ versus Bobby Lashley, right? Am I correct on that? And mm-hmm. then obviously AJ coming out of there. So basically everything we said, couple weeks ago, which is probably our best case scenario, probably is AJ Yeah, the best Seth. match is going to be yeah. Seth Rollins and AJ. So, so all things considered, right, well, I, I think we're going to get a solid match, right, um, clearly lining up for Seth to win this here. Um, I can't imagine. If the OC didn't exist, I would not be stunned if AJ won this match in the sense of, oh, he just goes to Raw, right? Mm-hmm. It's an exclusive thing. Um, that's why I was thinking maybe Edge could be in it because Edge doesn't really have anything tying him to SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He just got drafted there, right? So it's like if you have an, a singular guy that you want to be like, oh, yeah, he got drafted. Smack- oh, but he won the title, so now he's on Raw now. Oh, Raw just got a huge, like, addition. I didn't really have a huge issue with it in that sense, right, with SmackDown people being involved. I I just didn't I, – I, my only problem is, like, from a – I know it's, like, scripted. Yeah, yeah. And it doesn't – and, like – but like when you're writing, it just doesn't make sense. No, the, the fighting for a championship that is exclusive to Raw on SmackDown, well, and like so the thing was too was so like Paul Heyman came yeah. out like two weeks ago. It yeah. was like you know Roman would really like the World Heavyweight Title, but it's on Raw, yeah. So, so he I can't, can't fight for it. And then we're gonna allow SmackDown we're gonna guys allow to fight for it. Six guys yes. to fight for it. Doesn't make yes. sense that you don't let your thousand day champion fight for thousand percent, but everyone else can. Yeah. And so stuff like that is like when you're writing it doesn't make sense. Well, because you're you're applying literal. You go wait 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 wait. Yeah. Hold on. So he's the world champion, but he can't challenge. But you're gonna tell me that. But at the same time. Wouldn't he want to be in the tournament? Yeah, like but he, he wants the yeah. championship, probably, you right. would assume, so right? So how like, you can, yeah, I agree with you a thousand So, like, percent. that kind of stuff, and yeah. then just, like, allowing the SmackDown people to be in the Raw tournament. Yeah. Like, I know why they did. Yeah, like, NBA rate, playoffs. Right? Yeah, yeah, NBA playoffs and everything. Yeah. But just, like, you just had a draft to separate these <laughs> I people know. last week. Well, I don't understand why they just didn't do this tournament before the draft. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. You could have just yeah. been like, all right, these 12 people are in this tournament. We're going to do the whole tournament yep. over Raw and SmackDown. Yep. Then after Saudi Arabia, we do a draft, and mm-hmm. we're all set. Yep. 
Yeah, a thousand percent. Like, I, like yeah. that would have, I, I would have no issues. It's just like the timing of the draft and the timing of the tournament don't, don't line up. Does not line up at all. Because then you could have crowned the champion by like Seth Rollins. Okay, Reigns and SmackDown and, and Rollins are yeah. on different shows. Yeah, exactly. Bianca Rhea, you're on your shows with the world. Like, separate the. Well, here's the thing. We're also talking about the same show that has Bianca as the Raw Women's Champion on SmackDown and the SmackDown Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, on Raw. And they haven't traded, which is weird. So they're just holding the Raw Women's title on SmackDown. Yeah, I don't know. That's why I I don't want the Divas title to come back, but they do need to figure out a way to stop calling it the SmackDown and Raw. One needs to be the World Women's Championship and And the other needs to be the WWE. The Universal Women's Championship. Yeah, something, something, right? Like, they need something because Raw and SmackDown – is stupid, and it they is don't. Stupid. And here's the thing: they don't want to flip them because they want Bianca's reign to hit. A continue, amount of days right? Continue, and they know the second they flip them, it's like okay, now so you're starting resets. from zero. Stupid. Yeah, hundred like percent. Yeah. Um, going back to this world title tournament, though, right? AJ, Seth, best case scenario, right? We get a banger, you yes. know, set up for a really solid run here. Um, I, I do think that I, I'm glad. I think we can both agree that it, because I was complaining about it for 20 minutes on last week's show. I'm very glad they decided to go the experienced route with this, though, and they didn't go yeah. with a an Austin Theory or somebody like they went mm-hmm. with two guys who you could very well believe are are true world champions. Yeah, that was another thing. Yeah, so yeah. Austin Theory can get in it, but Gunther can't be in it. Yeah, that also was driving me nuts as well. I I don't disagree. With you. Yeah. I was annoyed as hell that like the Miz was in there. I go, yeah. wait, I understand he's in there to take the fall, so maybe that's why. Because yeah. Theory took the fall. Yes, in the I understand. One. I don't want Gunther to take the fall. So, so maybe it's but... a there's ulterior. Okay, well, Bobby Lashley pinned Theory, so now we have another U.S. title yeah, match. Yeah, I, I, I don't I get know all that. It's yeah, just yeah. like when you put the U.S. champion in there, yes. but you don't put the IC champion in Agreed. it. It's like okay, so the IC doesn't mean as much because like or. The U.S. Tell, the U.S. Tell doesn't mean as much because, because he's just yeah. like I don't care about this U.S. Tell. I want to go right. for this World Heavyweight Champ. Like I'm like one of them either means less or more. <laughs> I don't know which one it is. Yeah, but it's, right. it's annoying. Um, yeah. So looking forward to that match. Um, I I do want to check in with you too on this Roman thing, right? That's because what I was shaking my head. I was really happy. okay. Why? You think they're gonna win him? Not necessarily. Well, oh, kind of. No, I don't think they're gonna. But win But I'm also just annoyed because I'm like, you have your. WWE Universal Champion for a thousand days at Night of Champions, yeah, and he's like, I'm not going to defend my titles. But here, here's the thing, annoyed. Here, here's the thing, annoyed. Where, okay, I, I, I understand You're it. You're not going to talk me out of this. I'm annoyed. Okay, you can be annoyed. I'm not saying you can't be annoyed, but I, I, I think from a story perspective, I think it kind of works, doesn't it? Though, think about it. Right, Usos couldn't get it done, mm-hmm. right, in the ring match. So now Roman's like, we're, the tag titles mean something. They matter so much to the bloodline that. Okay, you can't do it anymore, right? So now I've got to go do it, and I've got to take the only person that I feel like is getting any of this shit done over here solo, and I got to bring him with me, and we got to go take him now because you guys couldn't finish the job. You guys couldn't take out this Sami Zayn problem. You guys couldn't take out Kevin Owens. So now it's like, okay, when whatever happens at Night of Champions, which I anticipate is the Usos accidentally costing Roman and Solo the titles by trying to help them, and mm-hmm. we get there. I think low-key what you're going to wind up getting is Jimmy and Jay coming out of this as ginormous baby faces coming out of this whole thing. And I think you're what's going to wind up happening is when Roman drops the title, I think that's going to be his next thing, is an inner feud with themselves where you can have a high-profile match with Roman without him being in the title picture. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or they become really uber baby faces and Jay takes the title off of him. 
No, 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 no. Well, because they're teasing both guys, though. That's where I'm in. That's where I don't. Yeah, I don't Jay necessarily helps know. Him out. But you know what I mean? Like Jim, that's what I'm saying. It's like Jimmy, but Jimmy's in that too, though. Jimmy's not like, like if they were singling Jay out, right, for losing, I could maybe see it more. But right, at least from right now, what I'm seeing is it's like Jimmy's also kind of being looped in with. It's like you two are not getting it done, right? Like he even made the comment, "I'm going to dedicate it to the greatest tag team ever." Wild Samoans, right? Like, so it's like, I, I don't know. You could be right. I don't, I really don't think it's going to be Jay. I really don't. If, here's the thing. If, even if they wait till WrestleMania, if it's, if it's Roman and Cody, you know, he's not taking it. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay's not going to take it. So let me, that's the question, right? What would you rather see more? Jay take the title off him before Mania, or we have to wait until Mania for Cody to take it? Well, I'd rather wait till well, there Mania, you go. Yeah. but I don't, oh God, I just hate both. <laughs> Like, neither one is fun <laughs> at all. Now, I'm not going to take out the possibility that we get a Jey Uso Roman at SummerSlam. I know. That's not great. That is not That's great. That's not great. I I'm going to be that. worried for the influx. It's the second Jey wins. I'm going to go, God, I hate this show yeah. more than anything on thousand, Earth. A thousand percent. I agree with you. I just don't think they're going that route. I, I really I, don't. I honestly think, I think Solo's going to help win the tag titles, and she's going to kill me. I'm going to be really upset. I think that would be a grave, grave, grave mistake. I think it's more likely the Usos accidentally help Kevin and I Sammy. I hope so. I'm just annoyed that Reigns yeah. is not defending the title. I, the only thing I have about that, like, in defensive, because I agree with you. When he announced it, I went, okay. And then I was like, okay. I, I think more because I'm looking at the actual match itself, and I think that'll be really mm-hmm. good, low-key. Not when Solo's in it, because he sucks, but yeah. when Roman versus the other two guys is. Um, who's going to challenge him? AJ's your best guy to challenge right now that you haven't seen as, as Universal Champion. He's fighting for the world title. Who's going to face him? Bobby can face him. But there's no story there. There's nothing there. You they got haven't had a story for any of these. What do you mean? They've they at least they have the Ce- build. They had Cesaro walk out there and challenge him at one point. Hey, buddy, at least he walked out, and then we had a four-week build. This whole show is all about the World Heavyweight Championship and nothing else. You know that. It's a Saudi show. Why do you think they're doing it in Saudi? It's just... <sighs> I know. I just want him And to- especially if they have to wait, if they're waiting until Mania, they got to preserve these shots because if he's fighting in Money in the Bank mm-hmm. and SummerSlam, you got to have some time to build some peeps, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that's, I think they're using yeah, this as like an build intermediate. Until then? Because Bobby, Bobby's in a feud with with Austin Theory, apparently, because he just pinned him. So if it's not Bobby Theory, if yeah. it's not him, and AJ just loses to Wild for the secondary yeah. world title, then who's yeah. going to be at Money in the Bank? Cody Rhodes. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I'm just uh, saying. I can see. I just, I just don't. Yeah. I you think know, they're. You know how this could have all just been fixed? Cody won the title <laughs> at Mania, and then you could just do the tag team I, I, stupid I know, thing. I know. I know. Everything that Roman has done since Mania, yeah. he could have still done without the world titles. Yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you. I, yeah. Like, he hasn't done anything yet that I'm like, yeah, you needed the world titles Let's for just, that. L- listen. That five percent chance that it's Cody and him at SummerSlam. <laughs> it's not. We just gotta hold How it do up. we get there? How we do we get hold there? It out. Hold out there? for it, buddy. How do we get there? Cody costs them the tag titles. Dun, dun, well, after, dun. after getting killed by Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna beat Lesnar. That's isn't that gonna main event the show? Probably is Lesnar. No, the world, Cody, no, the, the world, world, t- world title is gonna. Okay, yeah. Like, I think well, that's. I, I, this is a three match card, but it's really the world title. That's all they care about. Yeah. That's the only. Literally, it's it. It's okay. It's okay. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. You know what the sad part is though? When you look when you look at like across 
both companies right now, like from a champion's perspective, I don't really have much complaints. Like from like well, who's I- holding the t- no, like seriously though, right? But like here's the thing: your alternative of of Roman or Cody, yeah, but it's not. <laughs> but but Cody's never been there though, yeah. right? So like I'm talking about like right now as it stands, you'd be like, man, we we could be you know in the era where we got Jack Swagger and Alberto Del Rio as champion. You know what I mean? Like that's not good. Yeah. You know, like looking at even in AEW too, right? Like, do I love Warlow as TNT champion? So no. Warlow, Jay Cargill. They're building the shit though. Cargill yeah. at least has a story, right? Like yeah. she's got the whole Goldberg thing going for her. But MJF is good. Orange Cassidy's never been more over. You have FTR mm-hmm. as champion. You know, Gunther yeah. best Intercontinental champion in the last twenty five years. You know, Theory as a U.S. champion. Let's I think say, when are we going to get the Theory? I think he trust. works as a U.S. champion because you want he's the Miz. Mm-hmm. He is a bigger bulkier version of the Miz yeah. in every aspect. Yeah. Except more athletic because Miz has lead in his ass. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I'm just, here's the, what it really comes down to is I'm over this bloodline story. I just yeah. don't care anymore. Yeah, I, think, getting... I think they've gone too far with it. Yeah. Where now I think, like, I know people do are interested yeah. in it, so I'm not. Yeah. I so think it's, I I've think... been out of it for like nine months yeah. now, but I'm like really been out. I of think it. where we're getting into the point where I'm kind of starting to be like, man, we're really kind of dragging is when you start doing the inner feud within itself, then I'm like, okay, well it's not a thing. You're not together anymore. So now yeah. this is just another feud. So you could have done this without holding the world title. Well, hostage. that's that's what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. he could have lost the world title, yeah. done this tag match. Usos yeah. cost him. Right. Then you get like Usos versus solo and Roman at SummerSlam. All of this you could have done. Yep. Without having the world title, but now you're just not getting really good world title. You could have Cody and Lesnar for the WWE Undisputed Universal Championship, yep. and it just would have been a slightly more high profile match than what it is right now. Yeah, but I think I think they're basically had to press the reboot after the draft, and now we're kind of like we've got the Saudi show. We kind of got to get done mm-hmm. to establish a new world champion over there before they can kind of start going. Is my thought? Yeah, because nothing of any sort of note has really happened outside of the world title tournament on either show since mania really yeah. like nothing's happened right like we a good backlash show no doubt about it right enjoyed yeah. it but like nothing of significance has really happened yeah. since then so. i'm also slightly bothered that they're just doing like a random number one contendership for the ic title can't stand it can't stand it like, I, I can appreciate the fact that they're at least setting people up for gunther yeah, that but the title I, I means just, something I, I just hate when like a guy's been champion forever yeah it feels we don't like, have people lined up. And it's like, he's them. not lying. It's just like, all right, we're going to have like these eight guys going yeah. to Battle Royal in the winter. It's like, okay, so like if like the Miz won it, I'm like, well, the Miz isn't going to, like, I know he wouldn't win yeah, it, yeah, yeah. but it's like, I see what you mean. I see like, your if you're putting 20 guys in a Battle Royal where all of them have an opportunity, I'm like, I just don't. Yeah. Well, I think too, right? I think it goes back to, this draft has really fucked a lot of stuff up mm-hmm. because I don't, I don't, like, I really feel like they were just going to like, okay, we're going to float until we get the draft done. And then, okay, now we can start building shit. And like, okay, how do we just get stuff out there first, right? Like, how do we get stuff mm-hmm. on television? And so to then allow ourselves to actually make some stories, right? So, like, if Gunther goes in and crushes The Miz in six minutes, okay, and then we go, okay, now Shinsuke comes out, and he, he wants his yeah. bump or whatever. Right? I don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. I can at least appreciate the fact that, look, in my opinion right now, even with Roman kind of holding the world title hostage, I don't think you've had at least – for most championships, more interest in who your champions are on the WWE side in a very long time. Intercontinental title yeah. means something. No, they're they're you know really I mean? lucky that these yeah. other championships have been elevated yes. because right now we'd be, be we'd be struggling. This would be Lesnar twenty nineteen all over yes. again, where you're just yes. going, 
great, so we're not going to have that title on the show. Right. No, I agree with you. So, like, you know, the U.S. title, as infuriating as that theory is champion, I understand why he's the champion, right? The tag titles, now especially with Roman going after them, I think that's a huge plus to be like, look, you have the world champion who's like, those titles mean so much that we're going to go handle our business there. I think it just, I think it helps elevate everything. Plus, you know, Usos are the best of all time, so that helps too. But if they, you know, if, if I'm going to put this out there now. If Roman and Solo win the tag titles, there's going to be one grumpy mofo sitting on this side of the okay, table. as long as we agree Yo, that. God, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be very upset. Oh, yeah, so we're just going to give Roman every title yeah, for no, no reason? Yeah, no, what are you going to do? Roman, or, Paul's only got so many hands. Yeah. You can't hold them all. Yeah, no. The entrance, you think the entrance is long now. He's got to hold up every single championship. He's got four of those oh, damn things God. now. That's going to suck. So I was like, would he work double duty at shows to defend both of them? Or is no, like, you're ah, silly. That's you're tag silly. team title just doesn't mean Solo! Against the tag team. 2-2-1-1 two, two, one, one beats a 2-1-1 one, one tag team. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't either. Be shocked. That'd be bad. It. That'd be bad. Don't say that. All right, that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking. We're probably doing some more NBA check-in for sure, right? Maybe. We have uh, a heavy wrestling show next week. Is wrestling next week? What's next week? Well, so like next week we have to preview. Oh, my gosh. I'm a week we I'm a week behind. I apologize. Yes, we do. We got wrestling all day, yeah, we basically, next week. Saudi yeah. show. Saudi show, double or nothing. Battleground. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. It's a show that's going to go head to head and nobody's going to, I'm uh, before we end. I literally want to see the numbers. Mm-hmm. There's no, like the, for the 30,000 people that are going to watch that show. And I'm being generous. Like got to be family members of the people on the show. Right. Mm-hmm. Like there's no way anybody, AEW, AEW, this way. AEW could put no advertised shows or matches on the double or nothing card. And I will still pay to watch that mm-hmm. a thousand times. Even if the first hour is a black screen, I'm watching that over whatever the hell NXT is going to get me. I, I mean, no complaints here. I mean, I, and when Jeff Jarrett and Jay lethal win the AEW world tag team titles in the 14th match of the night, yeah, and I'm going to be sleeping <laughs> <laughs> when it happens. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. so we got a heavy wrestling. We will do some ABA, though, because I do want to check in, right, because we'll be kind of in the in the thick of it at that point for series-wise. Maybe the Lakers already have lost in four. We don't know. They wouldn't have played four games by then. Don't <laughs> Just trying to get you. Just trying to get They're you. They're going to be playing their game up. for us on Monday, Tuesday. Of there week, you go. So. Okay. Uh, that's going to be it for this week's show, guys. On behalf of the Missing Whale Man, he's the Merck's own Mike Merkel. I am the mouth of Michigan, Robin Dyka, and we will see you guys, as always next time.